Hello, fellow Dis Nerds, and welcome to Couple of Dis Nerds Podcast. I am one part of the couple, and my name is Madeline. And I'm Dizzy Timmy. <laughs> and together we make Couple of Dis Nerds. We are so excited to be back talking to you for our sixth episode, all about our half marathon experience. <laughs> So, as some of you may know, Tim and I recently com- competed, completed, I guess both. Both. We did <laughs> compete and complete. Um, we recently competed in the Disney Half Marathon down in Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. And I have to tell you, I just had the best time. It was a lot of fun. I had, I was an amazing experience and we're going to get into it. But for those of you that don't know what a half marathon is, just to give bring everybody up to speed... Um, a full marathon is 26.2 miles. Yes. And a half marathon is 13.1 miles. Uh, it's a running race. Yeah, here's Timmy's fun fact of the day. The marathon distance comes from the distance a messenger had to run from Athens in Greece to the city of Marathon. And you know what happened when he finally arrived at the city of Marathon? What? He died. Oh. And <laughs> that's why it's such a challenge to complete a marathon. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. So we we did not complete a full marathon. Like I said, we completed a half marathon, uh, which was 13.1 miles. And we're going to kind of talk to you all about our experience doing it at Disney. It was our first time running a half marathon. It was also our first time running any kind of race at Walt Disney World. Um, and there were definitely pros and cons to the experience overall. But I would say right off the bat, it was really amazing. And if you are thinking about doing it, take this as your sign to go do it. <laughs> yeah, and I told Madeline the, something that got me really excited was the fact that leading into Marathon Weekend, as a non-marathoner, everyone's like, oh, Marathon Weekend, what an awful weekend. As a marathon runner at Marathon Weekend, it was very cool to see everybody who you could tell their dream race was the Disney Half Marathon or Marathon like, people, you could clearly tell people were training to do this half marathon at Disney because it was at Disney, and it was, like, a goal that they had been working towards. Yeah, so we're going to kind of go over how it worked at Disney. We're going to take you pretty much play-by-play play through exactly how our day went. Um, so just to start it off, the route that you run, you, for the half marathon... Are you a route or route person? Technically, I say route, I think, I'm a, more I'm often. a route. Well, there you go. Unless you're on Route 66. <laughs> but I'll, I'll digress. Um, so the route that you run, the route that you run for uh, the half marathon is through Magic Kingdom, and you also get to run through Epcot. It's a really fun... Kind of a lame part of Epcot, though. It's not super cool. Yeah, you're not doing, like, the World sh- Showcase. That would um, be cool. I think you actually do that for the full marathon, they were saying. People wow. that were, I was running near. Um but you do get to see at least a little bit of the park. And you do get to run through all of Magic Kingdom, which was really fun. We got to run. You kind of run. Adventureland. You didn't run through Adventureland? I must have skipped that part of the race. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do get to run through the castle, which is incredible. And I think I showed you guys on our Instagram. But if I did not, I will definitely post another picture of it. The pictures that I was able to take of the castle while doing the half marathon I mean, it's so cool. But anyway, back to the beginning of all of this. Um, we 
we planned this trip probably a year ago. We trained for about a year. To those of you that are considering doing a half marathon, because we actually had a lot of you reach out via our Instagram telling us that you were inspired to go do a half marathon yourself. And if you are, you definitely should consider doing the Disney half marathon. It was about $300? A person. It's, it's expensive. It's an yeah. expensive race. But I do think it's worth it. Plus the merch bundles that you have to buy. Uh, I'm Forced we'll, to buy. We'll get to the merch bundle. <laughs> um, but I do think it's worth it. I also think it's a really, it's a kind of cool race because it's not very competitive, I think. It makes you feel like Superman when you spend the entire race just passing people nonstop. <laughs> there are a lot of people that kind of run and walk. So if you're somebody who really you're running to achieve a certain time, you are going to be en ending up passing a lot of people throughout the, the race. I know that was kind of your experience, Tim. Yeah, I had to run on the grass for the first like three miles because it was just all walkers in the beginning. At least it started to thin out towards sort of the mid to later miles. But in the beginning, it was all walkers across the entire road. Yeah. So I ended up running on the grass. Yeah. So if you're looking to run more competitively for timing... I would definitely consider doing an actual half marathon first. But if you're looking to just, like for me, my goal was to complete a half marathon, period. And I think a wonderful place to do that was the Disney half marathon. Because like I said, it is really fun. And there's not that sense of competition because there are so many people that are walking. So it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to like keep up, keep up with everyone and keep my pace. It's kind of like, okay this is really fun. This isn't super competitive. I can have a great time. And let alone, there's also a ton of places that you can stop and take pictures. <laughs> so let's break it down the day of how everything went and just kind of our, our reviews of everything. So it was a full, full day. We made it that way though. That was our own fault. Um, they do suggest you do it like that to keep it loose afterwards, but we'll get to that. Yes. <laughs> so we woke up marathon. Well, the night before, for us, ended at nine o'clock. Yeah, because we were we were we left the park at eight and we were back at nine, so we could go to bed at nine. Because in order to make the race, they have transportation from all the hotels. We were at Animal Kingdom the night of, and you have to wake up at two to two thirty in the morning to get on the bus to get over there. So yeah, so context a little bit first we flew down we stayed in multiple different hotels throughout the weekend but the night before the races tim said we were staying in animal kingdom we decided to call it a day at about nine o'clock because we knew we had to be up at about two the next day little fun fact for all of you about me when there's pressure for me to go to sleep at a certain time my body like rebels <laughs> that was the least fun fact I've heard. <laughs> well, uh, did you hear the marathon fact? That was pretty fun. <laughs> well, I knew it was... It, I, I'm sure this happens to you. And please reach out to us, comment on our Instagram or something. But does it ever happen to you that you literally are laying there and you're thinking to yourself, like, wow, I really... I need to go to sleep. I'm getting up at 2 in the morning to go run a half marathon. But your mind is like, we're not going to sleep. <laughs> like... That's what was happening to me. No, I didn't fall that asleep. that never happens to me. <laughs> I am the opposite. As soon as I lay down, I can fall asleep. Oh, Natalie gosh. knows anywhere. Yeah, that is so true. But so we knew we had to be up at about 2 in the morning. 
the one, the first thing that I'll kind of give a little bit of a review on um, would be the transportation aspect. So as Tim said earlier, they were busing everybody to the races from pretty much any hotel. And it was awesome because it wasn't necessarily difficult to find transportation, but trying to kind of figure out where the buses were and what bus you needed to get on, that was a little crazy. Also, when you're factoring in that you're getting up at two in the morning and trying to figure some of that out, it's a little bit difficult. Especially for us. And we'll, we have another episode coming on the whole marathon weekend trip. But for us, we had only stayed at Animal Kingdom the one night. So we, you know, didn't get a chance to get familiar with our surroundings and kind of understand where everything was before we had to basically be in bed and be up for the marathon. Yeah. So we were a little disoriented in the morning, given that it was so early. So I, one thing I, like I said, I would review about the marathon in general is the transportation maybe wouldn't get a 10 out of 10 in my eyes. To be fair, it's not Disney transportation. I mean, they pay for it, and it's Disney transportation in that aspect, but they hire third-party companies to run the buses at that time. So you're not taking your normal Disney bus. You're just taking, like, a charter bus, like, eighth-grade trip style. Yes, and I will say, even though maybe it didn't get a 10 out of 10 from me, it was incredibly convenient to be staying on property and simply get on a bus that takes you exactly to where you need to go to get on the start line, that kind of thing. The traffic that we saw with the next to the buses as we were coming in of everyone trying to drive in and park. Those poor people. Yeah. Don't do that. Pro tip, stay on property, pay the money, get on the bus if you're going to do the race. Um, The other thing that I would say is a lot of you might be asking yourself, okay, you did a half marathon. We figured you were going to have to get up early, but two in the morning sounds a bit extreme. Sounds a bit extreme to us, too. Yeah, we you got, would be correct. We got there expecting that we were going to have to get up at, like, 3.30, 4 o'clock to leave and get there and basically take 30 minutes to travel to the race start. Yeah, so context. The race normally starts at about 5, 5.30 because it does have to finish before the park's open for the day, which is typically <clears throat> at 9. Yes. So we thought... Roll out of bed, 3.30, 4 o'clock, throw your clothes on, travel over there. It should take like 10, 20 minutes, and we'll be at Ep- the, the start of the race is at Epcot. So we'd be at Epcot, you know, 20, 30 minutes from when we left. That is not the way that the marathon race works at all. No. So we, <laughs> we had been told the night before that we should probably get there around 3. We were like, okay, sounds good. A lot of buses, a lot of traffic, understood. We came to find out once we actually got there, right, taking aside all of the traffic and just kind of craziness of getting there. Once we were actually there, where you arrive, (laughs) you have to walk probably another mile to two to the actual start line. So the bus will drop you off, you get off, you're like, oh my gosh, yay, I'm like doing the Disney Off Marathon, this is crazy, I'm so excited. You get to walk through Epcot security, like towards (laughs) the ball, they do have the ball lit at that time. Yes, but you're, you walk, I would, I would honestly say about a mile and a half to the actual start line. So you have to kind of factor that in as well, and then the other, like only negative thing I would say about the race was the waiting 
waiting to actually start. That was the brutal part about having to get up at two is I could have finished my marathon by the time we actually started our real marathon. Yeah. So I keep saying marathon. It was a half marathon. It was a half marathon. I should say race. Yeah. So we got there. So we got up at about two. We were out catching our bus by, I would I think like three. Um, and we ended up at the race center um, probably by about 3.30. And then we walked to the start line and just kind of waited there. We waited at the start, at the quote start line. We weren't really at the start line, but we were near it. Uh, we waited there f- until about 5.30. We finally started. Yep. So the way that Disney does it is they, there's so many people in the race. So they'll take groups of like 100 to 200 people and they'll start that wave of people. And then they'll give them a few minutes to kind of get started. And then they take the next wave. And you're basically in this like giant line waiting for your wave to finally get to the start line. And it was really cool. At the start line, they would set off like fireworks for you and they would play a different song for each wave, which was really, really fun. But standing there waiting to be called, the sun was not up yet. So it was really cold. (laughs) (laughs) and you're just kind of standing waiting and you're like okay I'm ready to run I'm ready to go do it and you're just waiting and waiting and it was about two hours that we waited yeah and like I I said the brutal part of that was I could have finished the race and the whole time we were just standing there and we also (laughs) had to go to our groups and I had to pee I had like nervous pees so I had to pee like (laughs) two or three more times yeah I so those were our only two even remotely negative comments I have to say, this was probably one of the best experiences of my life. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I've had this on my list of goals, meaning completing a half marathon, since 2018. And this is the first year that I actually got to do it. I did have some minor setbacks in my training journey. Your Um, high-speed stationary bike crash. Maybe we'll tell that on a different episode of the bike, of the bike, of the podcast. Uh, But I did break my foot over the summer, which set back you know, our running and our training program for quite a bit. Her running and training. I was still fit. Okay. So, um... Abandoning your training partner. (laughs) But we were finally able to go and complete it. And I have to tell you, when I finished, I actually got tears in my eyes. Like, I was just so proud of myself and had such a wonderful time running the race in general. That's why I say to those of you that are even thinking about it, or just if you have any goal on your list of goals, and maybe you've been looking at it for the past four years on your list of goals, uh, just go and do it because that sense of accomplishment that you're going to feel once it's done is priceless. And that really is how I felt with doing the half marathon. And there was no better place to do it than Disney World. I agree. I I had a lot of fun with it. So now to tell you why it was so fun. Right. Let's go into the Disney (laughs) half marathon Yeah, The Disney part of that uh, statement. So, you waited, you waited, we're at the start line. Well, let's go through the whole course, right? So... Well, that's what I was going to do. Okay. (laughs) I... You got it, I guess. You waited and waited, you're at the start line, and the first thing that I noticed was they're setting off fireworks for each wave that started, and each wave is getting their own individual song. Our song was from Aladdin... I want to say it was the You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me when our wave started, but I could be wrong. 
But I remember hearing the music and just being like, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is crazy. And then you took off. A lot of the run is on highway, um, but they shut down all of the roads. So it's not like there's any cars. It's just a ton of people. But with each step, there are speakers blasting music. Uh, they have little TVs playing cartoons, which was really cool. They had mile markers at each mile of different characters that you could stop and take a picture. And they also, you guys, they had full-on, like, meet-and-greets on the race route. With all Disney characters. Yes. The first one was Tinkerbell. Mary... Oh, Mary Poppins. You're Mary right. Poppins and Bert. And... They looked incredible. It was so cool. It was the scene that they jump into the oil painting, for those of you that have seen Mary Poppins. They um, dance with the penguins. They dance with the penguins. Then they had another spot, which was just the penguins. Then they had one that was Tinkerbell. They had one that was Lilo. I know. I saw Buzz. Buzz. They had Jafar. They had so many. So many. Um, And it was awesome, because you would literally see people pulling off to the side and getting in line to take a picture with the character. Yeah, so an important part to this, too, is that Disney's training schedule recommends the Galloway program, which is a walk-run strategy for training. So a lot of people are walking, starting, stopping the racing. So a lot of people are pulling over to meet and greet with their favorite characters. They had photo pass on the actual race path, so you could get your photo taken and it would link up with your photo pass uh, with all of the characters that you stopped to take pictures with. Uh, it was a really cool experience. It was so cool. Then, so you're running kind of on this highway. There's different meet and greets. The whole time they have music playing from these little speakers that they have in the ground. And then the moment came where you ran to Magic Kingdom. I thought the cool moment was actually running through the bus station at Magic Kingdom, too. I didn't realize how wide the road was, but I was, I was also like, wow, I would never be allowed to even be here if it weren't for the run. And that's True. what I thought was cool. Magic True. Kingdom, I was like, wow, it's like really cool to run through this. But well, I also enjoyed all the spots that you were running that oh, you wouldn't yeah. be allowed to be if you weren't running the race. Yeah, no, so did I. I mean, when we were when you were running up to Magic Kingdom, there were also multiple like live performers, like people dancing, people singing. And then we finally got to the place where you were actually entering the gates of Magic Kingdom. And for those of you that don't know, and most of you will probably think this is a little weird, but I actually don't really like to run like listening to music or listening to podcasts or anything. I really like talking to someone and I can't always keep up with Tim's pace because he's a lot faster than I am. So I actually called my mom and I was on the phone with her for the entire half marathon. So I remember we were on the phone and I was saying like, oh my gosh, I'm about to run into Magic Kingdom. And it got really, really loud because as I was running into Magic Kingdom and you see the view of the castle and you're like, oh, this is so cool. They had a giant marching band playing, you guys. It was so cool. Just to hear the marching band and then to have all of these cast members like lining the side of the race cheering you on. I mean, it was so, so incredible. And then we finally kind of rounded the corner actually into Magic Kingdom and you saw people's family members, which was really amazing. Yeah, it was really cool to see. And they were holding funny signs. One of them made the news that said, uh, because he was holding a sign that said, you run Disney better than Bob Chapek. 
I saw that in the D News yes. later. There was also one for those of you that kind of follow pop culture, and it was like, if Pete Davidson can date Kim Kardashian, you can finish this race. Yes. <laughs> and I liked that one. Uh, and it was just really fun. I mean, you were running, and you kind of got to see the castle, and you're going through Magic Kingdom, and all of these people are cheering for you, and there's music going, and it was just... You get to run through the castle, too. Yeah, it was just the best energy. Like, people were so sweet. Everybody was just cheering each other on and rooting for each other, and it was it was really magical. Like, I don't think there's any other way to describe it. We were Everybody was stopping and taking pictures of the castle and of, you know, Tomorrowland and this, that, and the other, and it was just so much fun to be going through Magic Kingdom. And this was probably at, what, like the five-mile mark we hit Magic Kingdom? It was, like, earlier in the race. I yeah, like. it was earlier in the race. So that was really, really fun. Um, once you got done with Magic Kingdom, you were kind of back onto that, like, highway stretch. Uh, so you went back to kind of having those... Well, before you left Magic Kingdom, you yeah. did get to see, like, the parade floats where you saw Jafar. So you got to see the cavalcade parade uh, floats with... I saw the dragon, the one that caught fire, like, two years ago or a year ago. Was that when you were leaving Magic Kingdom? Yeah. Interesting. You saw Jafar on his uh, yes. festival fantasy Seeing parade. Jafar was cool because those are characters that you don't typically get to see, like, that often in the park. So to be like, oh, my gosh, like, that's Jafar. That was one of my brother's favorite characters. So I sent immediately sent him a picture. I mean, it was, like, 630 in the morning. It wasn't like he was awake yet. But, yeah, I still sent it. Um, yeah, it was really cool. You got to kind of, we did see the dragon, which was huge. I got to touch him, too. Yeah, huge. Um, and like I said, you don't realize how much of an impact it makes, but they had so many cast members just on the side everywhere, just kind of cheering people on. It really is a boost. And people are not yeah. going to believe this because I didn't believe it when I started running. But running 13.1 miles, it it gets boring. Like It's such a mental thing. It's not a physical thing. Yeah, like... I remember struggling to run a mile or run two miles. Mm -hmm. And then you start getting it higher mileages after a couple months of actually doing that consistently. And the hardest part is it takes a lot of time and it's boring. So running the, the Disney half marathon with all this stuff going on, like gave you energy boosts interspersed into the whole race. Yeah, it was, it was so, so fun. So you're run out of magic kingdom you're back onto the highways where they have, like, the speaker set up. You're hearing music. You're seeing cast members. You're seeing the little cartoon screens. There's more character meet and greets. Um, and eventually, we actually got to run kind of near where the Grand Floridian is. And we got to pass that one golf course, which was really, really beautiful. And, again, not typically something you would get to see because it's kind of on the other side of the Grand Floridian. Um, so it was really, really cool to see that. And I believe that's where... Donald was? Was he at the front of the golf course? Donald and Clarabelle. Yes, Clarabelle. Um, so yeah, so you got to see just, again, a ton of different parts of, you know, the resorts, the Grand Floridian, the, the golf course. It was really incredible. And then, where did we go after that? You ran kind of on that bridge uh, going over Epcot, or going near Epcot, um, so, again, there was a lot that you were just on highways, but Disney does so much to even make that really, really fun. And I remember at one point, you are running under this, like, little bridge, and there are people who are obviously ahead of you 
running on the bridge on top of you. And everybody was shouting down from the bridge at the people below it, just saying like, you can do it, keep going, you're doing great. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then finally, when I got up to the bridge, I was then shouting down at the people who were behind me, like, you can do it, you're doing great. Um, and it was just so inspiring and, and so much fun and just a great, great race. Like I said, a lot of it was on highway. Obviously, like we said, they shut the roads down. But Disney has a way of even making that feel really magical. To have all those speakers, to have constant music, to have all the cast members, to have the meet and greets, to have the mile markers and the photo stations. Like, it's so fun. Yeah, the mile markers are all marked by different Disney characters too, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah, so I would say just in terms of giving it like an overall rating like of the experience. Well, no, actually I have to talk about when we finally approached Epcot. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't know where the finish was. <laughs> I was just kind of running and uh, eventually I was like, we'll hit the finish line. Someone we'll all know when it's the finish line. And I heard someone behind me as we were kind of getting into Epcot say, "Oh, there's the Epcot ball. We're almost done." And I was like, "All right, well that's a good sign." Um And we kind of, we rounded a couple corners at Epcot. We ran near the ball and all that kind of stuff. And then we pretty much were at the finish line. And you could really hear the amount of people. They had like a DJ and all this crazy stuff going. And I don't know what happened to me. But as soon as I I finished, as soon as I crossed the finish line, I I really did get tears in my eyes. I was so sad that the experience was like over. That's good for you because the whole back half of the race, and I didn't tell you this either until now, the whole back half of the race, I would just pick out the next dude in green and then I would just run that dude down. And then as I was passing him, I'd be like, oh my God, I've been chasing you for miles every time. (laughs) So I was like just excited to be done. I was like pushing it for the past... I was like so, six and a half miles. I was so sad when we were done. I was so sad that like it was over. Like I wanted to go do it again. I think mentally I was sad, but my legs, I got lightheaded after I finished. That's because you I was pushing the pace. I was pushing it hard. Yeah, you went too crazy. I would not recommend doing that for this race, by the way. That was kind of lame because I kept seeing stuff that I wanted to like stop and do or like I'd feel bad when I was like taking I a picture. I was shocked that you didn't stop for a picture with Buzz Lightyear. I was shocked as well. I was like, oh my God, there's Buzz Lightyear. I should stop. And then my legs just kept going. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just, I, like I said, I remember crossing the finish line and they were giving the medals out. Our medals are beautiful. They have Donald and Daisy on them. They're like blue and purple. Yeah, and they got the 50th on them. They're so beautiful. Um, but I remember f- crossing the finish line and feeling a little sad, being like, oh man, like I really, I really don't want this to be over like i was really having so much fun different experiences because i remember crossing the finish line like oh my god i think i'm gonna pass out and then i had to pull (laughs) over and i held myself up on the gate for a couple seconds while i just took some deep breaths to regain my composure and then i was like okay i'm not gonna pass out there you go just classic madden tim the other thing i did want to talk about was actually what made us want to do the race So I know that I spoke about it a little bit earlier, but I've actually had a half marathon on my list of goals since 2018. Doing it at Disney was something I was just really passionate about because of how much I love Disney. My reasoning really didn't go any deeper than that. Uh, Tim, what about you? (laughs) My dad always said one of the best things that he ever did in his life was complete the New York City marathon. So I still have on my list to complete the New York City marathon 
uh, and marathons in general, just a complete one, uh, just to get that same feeling. Because I, I want to do that, and I want to do a century. Yes. I also think something that both inspired us or made us want to do the Disney one was the one year that we were in Disney right after the marathon weekend oh. had kind of wrapped up, and we saw a gentleman walking around with all of the medals and then the big medal that had the dopey challenge on it. And I remember Tim asking what it was. And for those of you that don't know, the marathon weekend consists of a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon, all back-to-back days. So if you are someone who chooses to run all of those races, you complete what's called the Dopey Challenge, and you run over 48 miles uh, in total for the weekend. And you get a special medal for that. And I remember when we asked the gentleman about it, he informed us of all of that. And Tim and I kind of looked at each other like, oh, man. That's impossible. That's crazy, but, like, we should do that. And (laughs) the craziest part was, at that time, we weren't in shape. And we were just getting out of bed and going to the parks. And that gentleman at that time had just spent the past four days doing a 5K, 10K, half, and full. And was out of bed and had already run all those races by the time that we were just rolling out of bed and going to the parks. Yeah. The other interesting thing that I will say was after the race, just kind of on a side note, after the race, Tim and I decided to do a full day in the parks. Like, full day. No regrets. We got home at about 11 o'clock that night. And my legs, that was the only time in life that I actually felt like my legs might give out from being underneath me. Well, you had blisters and stuff. I had blisters. I was, I mean, I felt fine after running because I didn't push the pace crazy like Tim. Like, I knew the time that I wanted to achieve. I knew I didn't want to stop and or walk at any point, and I achieved that. But then to go and do the full day in the parks, I was like, oh, man. Also context, which we'll go into more detail about, but for this trip, we each only packed a backpack. So I didn't have another pair of shoes because we both wore our running shoes on the plane. So it would have been nice to, like, throw on a pair of sandals or, like, just kind of relax for the day. Nope. Running shoes were back on. We walked about, I would say, another at least six miles in the parks. And that was the first time when we got to bed that night. I was like, thank you, Lord, for putting me in bed. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I could have run another half marathon, maybe another full marathon. But, you know, I didn't want to, you know, really rub it in. Okay. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of our reasoning for why we wanted to do it. We had heard about it before, obviously, and seeing someone with the Dopey Challenge. I still want to do the Dopey. We're doing it next year. So anybody that wants to run it, you may see us there next year. Yeah, you may see us there. Um, So I do want to give our overall kind of review and rating of the experience. (laughs) Hold up. Here's the Madeline 7 out of 10. (laughs) No, I would absolutely, I would give this like a 15 out of 10. This was 15. That's not even a real scale. This was one of the best things I've ever done. And okay. Then I would give it a 10 out of 10. All right. I'd give it three eggshells out of four rubber ducks. I just said a 10 out of 10. I thought we were just making up scales. 15 out of 10 is a scale. It's going above and beyond the scale. All right. Let's rate it fairly. Uh, at a scale of 1 to 10, 7 being the highest, what would you rate it? 7. Wow. That's so classic again, Madeline, 7 out of 10. Okay. So again, to all of you that we just confused on that, by, you'll get to know as you're here longer, Tim loves a long... Convoluted. Convoluted joke. You'll learn. You'll see. <laughs> but uh, I would give this a 10 out of 10. I had an amazing experience yeah, so did I. And I think 
I, if I were to rate it, like I said, three eggshells out of four rubber ducks. And by that, I mean nine out of ten. And I'll tell you why in nine, because I was running it for pace, and I really wish I didn't do that, because it was not that type of race. No, it was not. <laughs> yeah. Um, to go over some of our pros and cons. Let's do one by one. One pro for one pro. Okay, one pro for me was the cast members cheering you on along the way and also seeing other people's family members cheering I, them on. I know this doesn't count for specifically the Disney half marathon, but something that I really enjoyed about doing it on the half marathon weekend was running around the resorts as warm-ups before we went to the half marathon because you got to see everybody the days before finishing their 5K and 10K uh, and congratulating them as they were finishing as I was running in the morning. See, I would have actually somewhat put that as a con because by the time that we were walking around and we had our half marathon medals, everyone just kept coming up to us and asking if we were racing the full marathon. And we then had to let them down by saying no. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my cons as well. Um, Second pro. Another pro that for me would just be the music and live entertainers that they had. Uh, specifically the marching band. Shout out to the marching band. If any of you that were playing in the marching band at the Walt Disney World Half Marathon, thank you. You guys were incredible. It was so good. Oh, here good. we go. Shouting out to people again. Make me look bad. Well, it was so good. That, like, totally boosted my momentum for the race. So that was definitely a Shout out to all the people that did hard work to organize the race, both pre, during, and after. <laughs> Shout out to the volunteers that were handing out water at the water stations. You're the true heroes. They are the true, true heroes. Uh, a second pro for me was running through Magic Kingdom. My split for Magic Kingdom was like a minute longer than my normal pace because I was slowing down so much to see all the characters and all the sites that I wanted to see. Yeah, I agree. That was really fun. I would say another pro and my final pro would probably be, I don't know how to best like describe it, but just the overall vibe and energy of the race was a huge pro for me. I was not expecting for the random people that I was running near to be cheering me on and encouraging me throughout the race. And also for, myself for I to be doing that to other people um but that was really just the vibe of the race everybody was rooting for each other and trying to help each other and it sounds really corny and really sappy but it really makes you want to do better in the race and just encourage others so that was another huge pro for me yeah I would agree that would be my last pro as well the energy of the race was really like a very positive non-competitive energy Although I, I did my best to bring that down by picking off people in <laughs> <Clearly>. green. <laughs> I feel bad for anybody wearing green. I was just like, you're my next target. And then I just run them down. Um, To go over the cons, I mean, honestly, I have minimal, if any, cons. I even, got a big one. Even the cons about, like, the transportation, not really transportation. a con. I was grateful that we had transportation. And the con about the waiting for the race. Waiting. That was annoying, but also, like... I don't have a suggestion for Disney. Not that they would care about my suggestions, but I also don't really have a suggestion Bob or Chapek a way listens to this, <laughs> or a way to make that better. So that's not really a con for me. Honest, honestly, Here, I don't really have any cons at all. Here's a big one. Ready? I think that the fact that it was in Disney World made it hard to eat 
before the race properly. In the sense that we were eating like, we weren't eating normal Disney food because we were trying to eat like light, healthy stuff. And then when we were eating it, it was still kind of heavy, like Disney kind of food. Yeah, I mean, even trying to have like healthier options at Disney really is a challenge, even if it's even if you're not running a half marathon. Um, the different, and we'll talk more about this when we do like our review of all of the places that we ate on this trip. But trying to find anywhere that didn't have something fried was really tricky. And fried food when you're about to go run a bigger distance, like 13 miles, it's not really fueling your body to do that. So that that was tough, to be honest. I like to think that my body runs on oil, but even for me, it was tough. Yeah, that was that was tough. So overall, I would say it was really, really fun. I agree. And I could not recommend it more if you're considering doing a half marathon or if you even want to just do a race at Disney, doing something like the 5K or even the 10K, I would highly recommend it. We had a wonderful experience and hopefully if you're somebody that's considering it, like I said before, you're taking this as your sign to go and to do it. So with all of that being said... I mean, you recommend it so much that... We're going to go do it again, and we're going to do the full dopey next year. Well, you might do the dopey. I'm going to attempt we are going for to the, the full dopey. marathon. We'll see how it goes. But for those of you that have been here for a couple episodes, you know what time it is. It's time for Q&A. So our first question comes from Esther, and her question was, was the last mile the hardest? I'm running it in February. So I believe she is running the Disney Princess Half Marathon, which I would love to do because the merch looks incredible. So girl, please let us know if you have any pictures or what the merch looks like. Send us some photos. Um, Was the last mile the hardest? I would say no. I actually think the last mile was probably the easiest. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is... uh... At the 10-mile mark, I was like, it's basically a 5K from here. So that was my mindset at that point, because it's the three miles that a normal 5K is, which is not too far. So at that point, it was like your body was maybe hurting the most, but mentally you were like, it's not that far. Again, just to put it out there, if you pace yourself appropriately and don't push yourself the way that Tim did, your body really shouldn't hurt at all during the race. It should. It's the perfect amount of hurt. <laughs> um, but no, I would definitely I would definitely say the last mile was not the hardest. For me, it was actually you could hear the crowd and the DJ and the energy of the finish line. And it was really, really motivating to get there quicker. My last mile was actually my fastest mile. So. And Esther might be thinking they seem like they're dancing around the topic of what was the hardest mile. But we are not. That is our next question, which is a two-part question uh, from Andrew. And he asked, what was your favorite part and what mile was the hardest? So, Tim, I'll let you start off with that first part of the question. What was your favorite part? My favorite part, I th- it wasn't running through Magic Kingdom that was my favorite part. Like I said, my favorite part was running through all the areas that you don't get to see on a normal day-to-day basis. Like where they keep the parade floats running behind Epcot. Like you got to run behind the living with the land ride Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of see like behind the scenes what is going on. So that was really cool for me. And then the, the hardest mile for me was like 
probably mile eight because at that point I had lost track of like the halfway point. So it was already a couple miles out from the halfway point, but it was still so far to go in the race. And that's like right about when you were leaving Magic Kingdom, you were on the highway again and you were really looking at basically nothing again, except for like some character meet and greets or whatever. Uh, so it was kind of tough at the eight mile mark because you know you had a big chunk left to still run, but you had already passed like the halfway point. Yeah, I, so for me, I would say my favorite part was definitely the marching band, uh, when you were entering Magic Kingdom. There was just something about it that felt extra magical. I think what felt so magic too about it is it, it seemed like they were playing for you. Yeah. But they were probably playing for like several hours at a time. And guys, there's something about hearing a live marching band. I don't know what it is, but it's it's just magical. The music that they are able to produce is just really fun and it's live and it, it was just awesome. Um, the mile that was the hardest, I'm going to be honest with you and y'all are going to think I'm lying. Every mile is magic. I really didn't find any mile to be that hard. Um, I think part of it was obviously that I'm such an athlete. No, I'm just kidding. I think part of it was... Such an elite, dense... <laughs> part of it dense. was that I was able to really pace myself correctly, but also part of it was their slogan is every mile is magic, and I, I really just couldn't agree with that more. Each mile, there was so much going on and so much to pay attention to, that it, none of it felt hard. None of it felt like, oh, man, like I wish this race would just be over. I mean, you heard, you guys heard me say it, but when I crossed the finish line, there were like tears in my eyes because I was sad to be done. Like, it, it wasn't... <laughs> Timmy was almost passing out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it really was. None of it was hard because Disney did such a great job of having the entire thing feel magical and you were distracted and just having fun. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't difficult. And listen, I am, my friends who know me, people who know me in general, know that I am not a huge running fan. So for me to say that none of the miles were that hard really means that there is magic in every mile because normally I am a big complainer of running <laughs> in general. So just to take it to our weekly poll, this one I found kind of funny. We asked you guys on our Instagram, would you ever do a half marathon and unfortunately, 60% of you said no. But <laughs> 40% of you said yes, so we'll see you next year when we're running the Dopey. No matter what mileage you run, we'll be there. Exactly. And uh, a new thing that we want to start adding into our episodes is a Disney fun fact of the day. So with this week's fun fact, it is going to be Tim presenting it to you. This Tim, is Timmy's fun fact of the day. Uh, so the red, yellow, and white pipes on the dinosaur ride have chemical equations on them. They represent ketchup, mustard, and mayo because the ride used to be sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> so that that's why there's red, white, and yellow pipes running through the dinosaur ride. With Interesting. I did not know that. I didn't know McDonald's sponsored any rides. Yeah, they used to have a pretty tight relationship with Disney, and Disney separated with them. I think in the 2000s, as the whole Super Size Me kind of McDonald's started to get a negative rep. Oh, true. And Disney was attempting their own fast food for a while there. They did do that, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Alright guys, we just want to thank you so much for tuning in to our sixth episode. We hope that this was not only informative, but also maybe inspiring for some of you for the half marathon. Uh, and if you are down there and you're running next year, the half marathon at Walt Disney World, we will see you there because we are going to hopefully be doing the full marathon. Uh, we are so happy to have had you tune in. We look forward to seeing you next week. Well, speaking to you next week. Uh, keep an eye out on our Instagram for more upcoming events and stuff that we're going to talk about. We love hearing all of your guys' feedback, whether it's on Instagram, uh, on any other social media platform that we have. We love hearing from you. So with love and a little pixie dust, we'll see you next time, guys.